Good morning, and welcome to your new favorite podcast to listen to on your hot girl walks. What a great new intro. We're trying different things. I will say that as my second time saying that. Yeah. Because we had to um, stop recording and re-record because I was not recording <laughs> correctly. <laughs> Halfway through, I just stopped and looked at my computer and realized it was not going. So. Thank God we realized Round two. It. Yeah. We, all, we realized it like eight minutes in. So we did not get into the bulk of the episode, but definitely a, a downer. 100% but it's okay. Only up from here. We'll recover. What we were talking about though is last night Cohen and I almost spontaneously decided to drive to Florida to go see Alexis. Yeah I got a phone call at like 9 p.m my time and it was just Cohen and he was like hey how would you feel if we just drove down and saw you tonight for the next couple of days? And I was like oh my god. Well, she was like, well, I'm writing an essay, but I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, I forgot. I forgot that it's 12 hours and not like 30 minutes. And so I was like, 30 minutes, like I have an essay to write. But then I realized like, oh, 12 hours. Like, yeah, I can do that tomorrow. Like I can see them tomorrow. Cohen was very much willing to, yeah, take off. He already called his sister and was like, we're dropping off all three dogs and a cat with you. We're leaving. And I was like, Cohen, stop. Like as much as I would love to go, we have responsibilities. Okay. And it is hard to travel when you have animals. Like, I would hate to just dump three dogs and a cat on someone very last minute. I know. Yeah, they're a lot of work. And also, like, cats are a lot easier than dogs would be. Yeah, Kitty, she, at the end of the day, if we needed to leave her here, then someone could come over and, like, check on her and feed her. And it would be fine. But, like, dogs, you can't just send someone over twice a day to feed them. Right. Like they need energy to get out. Like they need to go out every couple of hours. Whereas cats like sleep all day and then they wake up at night. So like if you were gone for the day, they won't even notice. Exactly. So we almost were recording the podcast in person today, y'all. Could have been. That would have been so nice. But Marissa has responsibilities apparently and didn't want to just come down here. I have responsibilities and Cohen could have thought of this about a week ago and we could have made it work. But Alas, I'm here in Ohio looking outside my window at the gloomy rainy day that we have. And what is your temperature today? Uh, Like 79. It's sunny. I'm looking at a pond and mm. green grass. Mm. Maybe the beach later. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. I hope it hurts. I hope hearing that hurts because you could have been here. It does. Yeah. No, I see. I'm looking at trees like bending sideways from the amount of wind <laughs> we're having right now. <laughs> That's terrible. And it's just gray skies. Oh, gloomy. Rain. Could it's be me. wonderful, you know? And today, I mean, your to-do list today is like, wow, I might go to the beach. I'm looking at a pond. Today, I'm going to um, go to Staples. <gasps> Stop. I was... Sorry. I just got really... Ex- First oh. off, <laughs> I was on staples website earlier today and i was thinking to myself like i really want to go to staples i love staples i was like the kid that when you do back to school shopping like i wasn't excited for the clothes i was excited to go to staples and get like a new notebook and new pens me too so i love staples i wanted all the like the stuff i did yeah screw the clothes i'll wear the same clothes for eight years i want color-coded binders and folders and dividers and pens and a little pencil pouch and all the things 100 percent. why do you need to go to staples Mm, well for my job, I do a lot of graphic design work for like the signs and whatnot of events that come up and then I get them printed at Staples and okay. then I take them to the stores. So okay. I have to go pick up my prints that I made in 
take them to all the stores today and all it is is it's just rainy mm, yeah i do want to know though how it has been living in florida like you're coming up on one year right right yeah i moved down here in june of last summer it's been a year without you i know it's so sad because that is i mean i saw you for like a day when you were here mm-hmm. for a football game which counts but it like doesn't count i feel like i haven't actually hung out with you in a year i know which it's is been so sad i can't wait to we're in the bus and then we can just come down whenever we want or just go wherever we want obviously right. but then all the animals will be with us and we don't have to worry about watching the animals or whatnot it's just we're just gonna drive exactly yeah like all your responsibilities will be coming with you and you have so much freedom to Mm -hmm. come see me whenever you want which will be so nice and you don't have to worry about the responsibilities of like rent because we don't pay rent in the bus that's true that's true i feel like gas might even out though i don't know i mean gas is going to be definitely hefty depending on how much driving we are doing uh because we have a diesel bus so that's going to be a pretty penny but what we plan on doing we've talked about is like end goal we want to be in the bus for like four or five years you know Mm -hmm. we're in it for like the long haul and we really just want to enjoy the spaces that we go to we're in no rush at all to get anywhere other than our first destination we're just gonna be so excited to like get on the road kind of thing but we're very much prepared to spend like a month or so like in the same state or in the same area or longer or whatever and just chill and experience that area and enjoy the area and not be so quick to think of it as a vacation like a lot of the people that we've we follow talk about that where when you first get out there your mindset's very much in vacation mode Mm because it feels like you're on a vacation and so you try to do so much so quickly and they're like you literally have no timeline like stop moving so quickly spend six weeks in utah if you want to like like go see the sites like you don't have to be there for a day do one hike and then be like okay we experienced the grand canyon let's leave like stay there enjoy it a little bit like go on another hike like there's so much to do and if you're not going there for like touristy reasons and you're really just going to experience it like there is so much to experience so spend the time there right that's completely understandable and i'm excited i'm excited for you and i'm so jealous we have a year until we leave Oh my god. But the the bliss that I have to not have to move into another apartment though, like thinking about it, I don't have to apartment yeah. shop. I don't have to move. Everything is either, you know, getting donated, put into a storage unit for when we want it later or it's coming on the bus with us, like or we're selling it kind of thing. Right. Um and we'll probably start purging stuff here soon and just start like getting rid of all the stuff we don't need because obviously we cannot take everything that's in this apartment in the bus with us right exactly like you're able to downside keep the necessities the things that you need and you'll never have to pack up your car and drive it somewhere Mm -hmm. else and rent the Mm u-hauls and do all this stuff to get your crap moved from one place to the other did y'all drive like a u-haul from ohio to florida like how did you move to florida what was that like it was a process so i had a different car at the time i had a little pontiac g6 that had previously caught on fire and just was not going to make the drive (laughs) down here so we ended up my parents came with me they took a week off of work to help we rented a giant u-haul piled everything in it i had a lot of stuff i was moving from 
a one bedroom with Omar into a three bedroom here. So we had to get new furniture and do all of that. So there was just a lot of stuff. And then I drove my mom's car down. My parents drove the U-Haul and we towed my car behind it. It was a lot. Mm, Okay. Yeah. And then Omar came down a month later with his parents and brought the rest of his clothes and stuff like that in his car. Jeez. Yeah. I'm curious because you guys live in like a Navy town. Did you guys have to live in that area or because I'm picturing like apartment hunting and you kind of have the freedom to like go wherever you want kind of thing. Did you guys have to go anywhere or like were they like you have to live here or was it kind of the same normal apartment hunting to just like we were stationed in Pensacola, but we can live wherever or how did that work? So we could live anywhere within, I think, like a certain mile radius, but like it's a huge radius of like 200 and something miles from the base. Yeah. So we have a lot of freedom. I will say Omar's an officer in the Navy, so the rules are different. If he was enlisted, mm-hmm. I think he would have to live in on base or something similar to that. But we ended up getting apartments basically eight minutes from this base um, out of downtown. Like we're not downtown. We're kind of out of that. But we could have lived downtown or near the mall or somewhere in the range of where we're at now. Did you guys take like certain roles with the move or were you guys like very much involved together? We were very involved together. I would say that I primarily like looked for places and found ones that I liked. And then Omar would veto a lot of them and then finds one that he likes. And (laughs) we just kind of kept coming back to the same place of just, you know, it looks nice. It has good amenities. It's close to base and it was decently affordable. And we'd never even like toured it. We just signed a lease. And the first time I saw it was when I moved in. Yeah, I've never moved across states as an adult or like moving into an apartment. I moved a lot as a kid because my family was like an army family. So we moved a lot, but we moved from like house to house. And I was a kid, so I had no say in anything. Like, obviously, I had no idea where the hell we were going or like what house we were moving into. We just kind of figured it out when we showed up. How was that? Like, did your anxiety go crazy? Like, I don't I don't know if I could sign a lease without like seeing it right it was it was so scary um it made me feel better because these places were built uh the past summer so they were brand new never lived in before so I was like okay that's probably Mm. not destroyed so that's good Mm -hmm. however the whole drive down my mom every hour or so would call me from the u-haul and say are you sure this place is real are you sure we're going to a real apartment and I was like I need you to calm down because I can't think like that right now like we're already on the road there's no turning back but like what if I know what if I would have been screwed I saw this TikTok recently that these people like took a vacation or something and they booked this Airbnb and they got there and it didn't exist. I saw that TikTok too. Yeah. Can you imagine That's spending terrifying. all that money and like, cause you spend money on the flights, the pa- like all these things to get to and you have nowhere to stay. Right. That was probably my biggest fear of like, what if I got the move in date wrong? What if this place doesn't exist? Like we're 14 hours from Ohio at this point. Yeah, I would have been double checking every piece of like email, contract, whatever, being like, which date is it? Because also, yeah, imagine you show up the day before, like you're just going to park your giant ass U-Haul like in the parking lot over exactly, like, obviously yeah. you can, but you would just have to wait until your move-in date if the place is real. Exactly. I had to actively like keep myself from checking those things because I knew if I kept checking, I was going to drive myself insane and like be so anxious. So I was like, I just have to trust that I did it and Omar knows and we're fine. 
this episode is turning into kind of like apartments moving living together in your 20s kind of thing which I love so I'm curious I just want to do this like question style and just chat it out kind of thing what were things that y'all were looking for in an apartment like you said it had nice amenities and and whatnot which is and I've been to your apartment obviously I love it as well Mm. now that it's real and we know that but like during your apartment search before or even now because you guys are coming up on a year you guys are looking to move what do you guys look for because I feel like everybody's a little different but like do you have your non-negotiables of your apartment hunting I do. Yeah. So I would say that they changed from where we're moving now. I guess preface, we're moving closer to the mall, staying in the same area because Omar is going to a different base, but it's still an hour from here. So we're not moving very far away. But when we moved down here, it was kind of like Omar gets a housing allowance from the Navy. And he's like, why don't we get a place that like is nice? Like we can afford it. Like, let's do it. And so we were looking for a, a place with a pool. Like we're in Florida. Like, let's get a pool. And a place Mm -hmm. close to the beach, as close to the beach as we could get, because, like, take advantage of it. And a workout room in case we wanted to go to the gym here instead of an actual gym, like, somewhere else. So those were kind of the main focuses of what we were looking for at the time. Now, house searching and doing all of that again, it was more, okay, we don't need a pool. We never used it. Um, We can drive to the beach Mm -hmm. if we need to, like, 20 minutes versus, like, eight minutes isn't a big deal. And we have a gym membership somewhere and we never use the apartment one. So those were not things that we were looking Mm. for. I would also say that we were looking for places that came with a washer and a dryer, a dishwasher and a fridge because that stuff is really expensive. And I do not want to have to outright buy something because that could cost up to like $3,000 at some of the lower levels of things. And that's a lot of money to spend. So having places that come with that is super beneficial. I will say that's one of the biggest things that I feel like parents always said is like, you're not going to use the amenities of your apartment complex. Like, but it usually is something that reels you in and people use that. Obviously the salespeople, they use that to their advantage being like, look at this, look at that. We have all this. And then, yeah, at the end of the day, how often do you really use it? I will say though, Cohen and I use our gym every single day, especially doing 75 hard and whatnot, Mm -hmm. but we don't have a gym membership, membership anywhere else. We use like our gym. But that is really the first time that I've used an apartment gym consistently. I used the gym in my like first apartment post-college. Right. And it was nice. It was like small. It was like whatever, but definitely not consistently and not enough to like pay for it. So I don't know. I think our apartment there too had a pool. Never used it. My first apartment post-college. Never used it. Now in this complex, there's a pool, which I have used. But not like, again, enough to really pay for it. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. The amenities will always kind of like lure you in. But thinking realistically of how often will you use them? And instead of just thinking about like, do they have a gym? You need to think about like, does it have the gym that's suitable to your workout style? For example, our gym at our apartment complex now is CrossFit gym. There is no machines in our gym. It is all free weights. And some people don't like that. And some people love that. So if that is not working for you you need to think about the actual specifics of hey i'm looking for a gym but what kind of gym because are you going to even use this crossfit gym that you have if you don't do crossfit (laughs) or if you don't like free weights that's kind of what happened here was that the gym here is very very nice but we do a lot of you know heavy lifting with barbells and deadlifting and stuff like that and they don't have any of that here it's more like treadmills and a couple cable machines and some bikes and i just don't work out like that so it just didn't 
work for me but I know plenty of people that live here that use it and they love it yeah it's just like what works for your lifestyle yeah so was there anything at your current unit that y'all don't like or since you obviously never got to see it or anything like that you moved in blind right how did it go like are you loving your year here are you like yeah for the most part but I don't know like what is your overall review of blindly moving to Florida into a unit you never saw (laughs) honestly not that bad I the unit is really nice the location is really nice I will say like there are some things that I probably wouldn't want again and I think it's just the way that the place was built um but overall it was nice like a lot of our utilities were included in rent which was good everything was new so and the color scheme's okay I'm a dark wood person love dark wood and everything's like white and gray and that's just like not my style but I know a lot of people love that so that's like one thing where I'm like me "Eh." yeah like I know you love that it's just like not my your apartment is my aesthetic most definitely and I remember white cabinets white countertops white walls white everything it just looks so clean and like oh I loved it and the unit that I was in before this had the dark cabinets, dark yep. everything. I loved it. We were living in each other's apartments. <laughs> 100% we were. Because I remember when you visited and you were like, I love the aesthetic of this place. It looks so clean and so nice. And I was like, mm, I wish it was like brown. <laughs> but like, okay. Ew, brown. I think it. I can see that though. It doesn't necessarily fit your vibe. And I don't know how to I guess categorize your vibe but I yeah like you're like a naturals girly like the earth tones the wood yeah Yeah. and so I can see how the white doesn't fit and I think I can be both but I really like the white because you can decorate it more and it's just brighter like Mm -hmm. I like a bright space I like to look at I don't know just like color and I feel like it's hard to match some colors with certain like tans or browns or like whatever like our carpet is brown I'm like that does not go well if I want a hot pink chair like if everything's just white and very like neutral in the white side of things like then I can really add pops of color and make it special but I feel like it's hard for me our walls are tan now so like brown walls brown carpet like I love it ugly orange brown (laughs) cabinets like I hate it in terms of the aesthetic like I like our little unit and whatnot and we've made it our own but I don't know like my decoration style clashes with all the browns see that's fair but you also did have all of this stuff before you moved in there so like it's hard because you can't just buy all new furniture when you move into a new place like you just have to make it work exactly yeah and all my furniture is white and all so. of mine's brown <laughs> all my stuff I have a brown desk yeah. right now our couch is brown everything is brown in an, a white and gray apartment and all of your stuff is like white and colorful in a brown apartment we just need to switch I know it does yeah send me your apartment literally <laughs> I just want that and I just I don't know that was one of my like non-negotiables which sounds stupid and obviously it's not really a non-negotiable because we don't have that right now but when I was initially looking at apartments especially post-college like I wanted the aesthetic to be there and like the location to be there and the niceness to be there um, obviously for a good price and which is hard to do like white walls white cabinets like white all of that stuff for whatever reason is like an extra $500 on any apartment. I know I know it's crazy I'm like white paint like I could buy paint and paint these walls myself why is it an extra $500 for me to just get some white up in here like 
I don't understand how all the wood and the brown is considered cheap, quote unquote, or like why that is cheaper than white. I don't know. I think it's, uh, it's just, very interesting to me. It's not as in like style wise as it as like the white and gray is right now. So I think people pay for having the modern style. I can see that. I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah. Well, the place that I, we're I moving like, to is white and gray, too. So I'm still stuck in it. So I guess, yeah, with your non-negotiable list, was style something that you guys were concerned with or were you more concerned with all the other stuff? Um, I think we were more concerned with just kind of like the space aspects and like getting utilities and the amenities and stuff like that than style. But with places that include this kind of stuff, the style of certain things come with it. If that makes sense. Mm. I think Omar is more of like a, this place like looks really nice. Like he likes the white and gray and he's like, this place looks nice. This place looks clean. Like I like that. And I'm more like, do they include trash in like our lease? Like, is there water on, on the lease as well? You're like, let's talk logistics here. Like, (laughs) right. I think in the past I asked you if you guys had separate roles. Cause I feel like in the past, my role was always like finding the spot. And then I would come up with like three or five or something and like, you know, here, take your pick kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Because in the past, people didn't care. They're like, I don't, wherever you want to live, like whatever, you just do it. And I was like, okay. And so I was able to kind of like pick that and make it work kind of thing. Um, but I like that y'all like did it together, even with like decorations and things in the apartment, like couches and whatnot. It was always, there was no interest in the other party to like participate. Oh, but that's so, so I was nice just, sometimes. <laughs> To an extent. I think it's all like, I don't want to say the grass is always greener, but it is about like perspective in a way. Like when you want someone to be involved and they have, they don't want to do it. It's like hurtful in a way. I'm like, do you not care? Like, do you not want to be a participating member in this? Like, so it would kind of irritate me because I wanted them to be a part of it, but that they had no interest in it, which is fine. So, but then some people, yeah, you're like, girl, I would wish that I could just decorate the apartment my way. However, I didn't get to do it all my way because like one of the biggest rules in my past was like no pink. And I'm like, that's my favorite color. I want to do everything in pink. (laughs) Like offer a different color if you don't want pink, then like give some input. You can't just decide like not to help and then say, no, you can't do what I want to do. You know, so I would have to keep all my pink stuff in like my office and then everything else. And the one bathroom you had that was pink. Yeah. Now there's more pink in my life. (laughs) That's so nice. Yeah. I guess I didn't think about it like that because I was thinking like, oh, you get to like pick out the stuff that you want because like omar is very involved in the decorating but that also means that you know we have like a giant picture of chewbacca surfing in our living room or like a budweiser neon sign hanging up with like all of my pretty floral stuff and it's just like it does it's not cohesive but like it works i guess well one of the biggest things that literally tore me apart on the inside which is now like a laughing matter so i don't mean this in like a talk shit way but bikes were like heavily involved remember when there was a bike hanging yes. in my living room yes <laughs> on the wall and i was like there's no way there's right. no way like you're ruining all of my decorating like with a bu- we're just putting a bike on our wall and we did it and i made it look tasteful at you least you did you did really like well it matched it. the color scheme like it, it went together but it was still just a very odd thing for me to do however now in this apartment that we're in right now we don't have like a garage or anything or a balcony or anything in my past units we did and i could put my bikes Mm -hmm. in the garage this unit we don't have that and 
right now my bike is just like sitting in my office up against the closet door because I'm like, I don't know where else to put it. And I'm half tempted to hang it on the wall. And I'm like, what just, has happened to me? Oh my gosh. Wow. I know. I'm like, just because I want it out of my way. And it's pink though. Okay. It's like pink handlebars, pink. Well, like, it matches your stuff. It's, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I want to hang it on the wall. But then I, I think back to my like, I'm being a hypocrite. <laughs> Well, I don't know about that, though, because like the living room is one thing to hang a bike up, like where people are going to gather when you have them over and your private office where you do work and like it's your space is another thing. I guess Cohen is fully letting me like decorate the bus and I'm so excited for it. I love that for you. What a great guy. But he wants to be involved. Like he wants to know like my ideas and whatnot. I think what makes it makes it easier is that we have the same kind of style. Like he doesn't care if I want pink anywhere. Like mm-hmm. he is fine with my green or like he likes that. And, it, and nothing's quote unquote girly or nothing's like too boyish. Like we don't gender our colors. We're just like, that looks cute. Like, go ahead. Like, let's throw it in there. And because I showed him like this picture that was like orange and pink and green and like That's this cute. like living room kind of vibe. And he was like, yeah, that's adorable. And I'm like, oh really like i had to pick a nasty like navy blue and the forest green before and i'm like that's just i don't like dark i like bright i want everything to be colorful like my surroundings really impact my mood and my like energy my creativeness and i felt that in past like apartments especially like that really dark and drabby one when everything was dark and drabby including like all of our furniture and whatnot i was like I just don't feel creative. I feel not inspired and I feel gloomy because my space is gloomy. I think that's completely understandable. I agree. I think your space impacts a lot of like your own creativity and productivity. And like, I know for me, like a messy space, I can't get anything done. Like it has to feel clean and it has to feel homey. Mm -hmm. Like I need to feel comfortable and like homey in my space or I just can't focus. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm literally cuddled up in like a pink chair with my blue fuzzy blanket every time we Mm -hmm. record this podcast. Like I like to be cozy and homey, but I also like things to be very organized, but I want it to be very colorful and fun and funky, but like kind of professional. Like I have a very niche. I love it. I like like eccentric or yeah, it's eclectic is something that I really like, but I also like it to be very clean. I don't want to say minimalism because I have a lot of shit, but like I don't like the cluttered eclectic i like yeah still an organized clean eclectic colorful look i like yeah like a good clean i'm a maximalist i like maximalist spaces over like minimalist mm-hmm. so i'm like a good clean maximalist space with like earthy but bright stuff involved i'm like yeah that's that's my thing i'm here for it i love looking at maximalist spaces like yeah. they're always on my pinterest and whatnot but i think that i would go crazy with like in the true maximalist form, like if there was so much stuff in my mm-hmm. space, I feel like that would stress me out because I also think about the people who have like 82,000 photos on their walls. I'm like, how long does it take you to dust that? Oof. Yeah, true. I feel like, you know, like you got to clean all that. That's the hardest Maybe they don't. part is like knowing that you have to clean everything around you. Like you got to get the stuff that like you're able to take care of. Yeah. But like, I feel like with maximalists, I feel like you have so much stuff everywhere in every square inch and so i'm just like realistically how long does it take you to i like those are the questions that i have when i see something like that i'm just like how long does it take because i could deep clean this entire apartment in one day i don't think that's the the case with these maximalists that's true that's a really fair point 
but it looks so cute it does that's why i love it i'll like pin that stuff because i think it's really Mm -hmm. cute but i just don't think i could do it and i'm between what i want to do on the bus of like definitely not minimal because we're gonna have to have a lot of stuff in the bus but it all has to have a space but i want it to just look nice but also we're living in the woods so i don't want it to be too nice like i don't want to look out of place you know what i mean so like it will be kind of earthy and natural looking but still colorful and fun is what i'm going for i have no definitive plans or how i'm going to create that space but that's what i would like i want it to feel like we're living in the woods not a full log cabin vibe but like cozy outside cozy vibe but colorful i like that decoration style so i'm here for it we'll find out i have no idea how i'm gonna like pull it off i have i don't have any like paint colors picked i don't even know what color we're painting the outside of the bus it's coming up like you gotta pick soon i guess you got like a i year. know you have like a year to figure it we out. have so many options i just don't know what i want to go for you just gotta make it as it's hard because it's always the what ifs like if i go with this like i can do this vibe and there's this but it's like oh but what if i miss out and like i'd rather do this and like you just gotta pick one yeah yeah that's what we've talked about and i was editing one of the vlogs where i said that i said i get so stressed about making decisions on this bus because everything can be changed like it's not permanent but i don't want to make a wrong decision that will impact us down the road because a lot of the stuff is like semi-permanent like we're creating basically the bones of a house like if we want to change this cabinet like you have to take out the framing and like there's a lot of work that goes into it to change it so i'm like i want to utilize every square inch i want to make sure we're making the best decisions but like what is the best decision like are we going to like having this here now or what if in a year from now we wish it was this or what if we don't actually use it and i'm like i don't want to make a wrong choice in waste space or like not put something in that we would use or put something in that we think we're going to use and we end up not using like i don't know i completely get that like For example, the past four days, I've been looking at the same like three office chairs that are all vastly different. And I'm like, I can't, I can't, I know it's not the same, but I'm like, I can't pick one because like, what if, what if, what if, you know, but at some point, Marissa, you just have to go with it because you're going to be happy with no matter what, how it turns out. I know it's going to be cute and it's going to be ours. And that's really what matters. And again, everything can be changed. And I think that we're honestly not going to know a lot until we do live in it because we've never lived in this kind of situation ever before obviously like neither of us have lived in a bus or a van or an rv or anything like that so we're going to come up with a layout that we think works and the only way to know is to try it like we might not like what we ended up doing but we can change it it would just be a lot of work but it's all changeable yeah exactly that'll be Mm. fine i want to know more about your apartment search now and how that has changed. Obviously, you point out a few things of like differences that you were looking for. But I know that you texted me the other day just saying that this shit is stressful. Oh my God. And I agree. I feel like I move all the time. And every time I do a moving video, I get 82 comments that say, you're moving again. Like you move so much. Yes. Yes, I do. And yes, I am. And it's stressful, but I do enjoy it. I'm a weirdo that likes moving. I love moving, but I get stressed out. So yeah, I don't know. I just want to hear more about your moving and how how it's been. So it's been a lot, mainly because it all just happened within the last two weeks. We picked a place and signed a house because we have to move out in June of here. And we did not figure out where we were moving to like place wise. It was either going to be another place in Florida or Texas until two weeks ago. So it had to be a quick turnaround. Wait, in terms of like his where he's next like sent. assignment, quote unquote? Yeah. 
And how do they only give you like, because you also have to give apartment places like 60 day notice. Not in the military. They can break their leases. They legally can break them for getting deployed places or getting orders somewhere else. So the apartment complex in general, like you don't have to give a 60 day if he didn't get a 60 day notice. Exactly. Well, that's good because, yeah, you could get screwed over by the complex if you don't give a 60 day notice. Exactly. (laughs) So it's that part has been stressful of like, okay, we have this many days or whatever to figure out where we're moving before we have to move out of here. And so we just kind of tried to find a place that like was still because he has to go to another base which is an hour and a half from here um there's nothing around there so we don't want to move to that town and so we're like can we find a halfway point where we're still in you know downtown area and he doesn't have a terrible drive so we're looking at places like that but everything's so expensive the closer you get to a town and so Mm. it was how can we get like maximum space for the least amount of money but have it still be nice that's kind of what we did yeah i think everything is just more expensive in general too Mm -hmm. like um, i had a friend that was looking at apartments in my complex and i was telling her what we pay for rent and she was like that is not what y'all are gonna pay next year because you look online and their prices have gone up and i'm like i'm so glad we're not resigning or anything like that because i just cannot fathom the like apartment situation even just the home buying situation like all of that kind of stuff but things are just so expensive to want just the most basic apartment nothing too nice like we're not even talking white cabinets we're talking like i just need a bedroom and a one bedroom apartment used to be like five or six hundred dollars is now a grand and a grand used to be two bedrooms and now two bedrooms are eighteen hundred dollars like it's insane it is absolutely crazy and like i think we're moving into another new place that's like getting built right now and i think that that going into the new places like yes they're a little expensive but you get the base price before they make all the increases so it's Mm -hmm. not as expensive as like like the place we're at now like it's going to be here for a year so they're raising all of the rent again whereas like they just needed to get Mm -hmm. people into the doors originally yeah well that's my first apartment post-college was that Mm -hmm. and it was so nice and i loved it like so bougie it was white it was 10 foot ceilings eight foot doors like the gold hardware like it was gorgeous and it was cheap because they had just built it and no one had lived in that unit and they were trying to get people in and i think we got like three months off of rent and rent was decreased and everything and i'm like hell yeah we're moving here but i already knew that we weren't going to resign because i'm assuming their prices would go back to normal the next year and we couldn't afford it but i'm like we can afford it now so let's walk our happy asses in there and it was the best year in a nice ass apartment. <laughs> One hundred. I'm all for that because like the place that we're moving now with the rent increase, we're moving into a house that's four bedrooms with a garage and a fenced in backyard for our dogs, which will be phenomenal. Aww. But the rent increase of this apartment on the third floor, that's like 400 square feet smaller than this house will make the apartment the exact same price as the house that we're moving to. Which is a no brainer to go for the house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because they just want people through the door because it's new. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Always look for the new stuff. Get in there while you can. I'm so excited for the backyard. Like having three dogs in this apartment, it is a nice size apartment. We're pretty big actually as far as square footage. And so they have plenty of room to like zoom me and get their energy out. And obviously we do a very good job of getting them out to get their energy out. They do not stay crammed in this apartment. But being on the third floor as well 
taking dogs potty mm-hmm. <laughs> on the third floor sucks. And especially if there's just me home alone and we have three dogs, like I have to take them all out individually or they'll both like pull my butt down. So like I got to take them all out. You got to go up and down the stairs three times per dog at least four I times know. a day. That's 12 flights of stairs just it's to take terrible. a dog potty. Literally. And like, so we have two dogs here because we have a roommate, Rafe, who's also coming with us, which helps with the price and everything. So get roommates if you need to. He has a dog mm-hmm. and they've been puppies the whole time we've been here. So like they're running around, even when you get like, we have a dog park here. When you get their energy out, they come back and they still sprint around kind of thing Mm -hmm. and having to walk them up and down three flights of stairs is so much work and then at 10 p.m when they start sprinting around the house and we have people below us it's like what the heck do we do so a fenced in backyard will be so nice to throw them out let them do their running and bring them back inside i yell at our dogs all the time not like actually yell but you know what i mean even though they can't understand what I'm saying. But I yell at them all the time and I'm like, we have neighbors because they're like doing a WWE SmackDown at 10 p.m. And I'm like, we are on the third floor, y'all. Like, we got somebody below us that's trying to sleep and y'all are just throwing each other to the ground. Like, I'm going to need you to get it together. Exactly. (laughs) I know I do the same Like, Bela literally will jump from the couch, arms open to land on Freya. Like, Mm -hmm. she is taking that girl out. And I'm like, what are you doing? Or they'll run smack dab into like a wall because they just don't they're like play fighting while they're running and they're not looking where they're going it's a lot (laughs) when we always say that like i don't know if you guys have ever seen those videos of people from like 2012 doing parkour off like the side of walls and stuff that's basically Mm -hmm. what dogs do at like 10 11 p.m off of your furniture and couches so when they get too crazy i take them and i put one of them in the bathroom with me with like a chew toy and i just make them sit there until they calm down let them chew their toy Because you have to separate them. Oh, I have to separate the dogs. Yeah. And I let them like calm down and then they can come back again. And like, it's a whole process. It's a lot of work. With it being a house, obviously, you're not going to have upstairs or downstairs neighbors, which is nice too. Right. That is like a huge thing that I was thinking of too. It's just more privacy in general. Like it helps. Mm -hmm. We live in a pet building. Our apartment complex has certain buildings for no pets and certain buildings for pets. So everyone here does have a dog. So our neighbors are understanding, but I still feel bad. And at least now here, like, no one else to worry about, just ourselves. Mm-hmm. That is nice. Yeah. That, yeah, actually. that Because I don't ever hear neighbors because I've always been, like, the top neighbor, you know what I mean? Right. But I've just always been very conscious of how I sound because I don't want to piss off my neighbors. But having to, like, walk on eggshells in a way in my own apartment does suck. Like, I wish I could just walk freely, vacuum when I wanted, blare my music if I want to because I'm having a self-care day and I need to just literally play my music like apartment living is interesting it's it's hard like our neighbors next to us had a newborn baby for a while and like you know I live with two boys and sometimes they would blare their music and I'd have to be like you guys there could be a baby sleeping like do not wake up a child you know and it's hard no, to not that's be one way to piss off your neighbors yeah exactly <laughs> to wake up their newborn baby <laughs> literally and it's i like, would be livid we're lucky like they were so chill and like so fine about it and i apologized once i was like i'm sorry if you ever hear loud music and she was like oh like i'm surprised you guys like don't hear ours like we play loud music all the time and i was like okay cool but not everyone is that chill or that nice about no. it I will say not every apartment is built like that though too where you yeah. can't really hear your neighbors i've lived in apartments where the walls are like thin right you can hear conversations let alone music and then i've lived in apartments where like i can't hear anything which i love like again i've always been on a top floor so i never hear anybody above me but like side to side i always have people so i can still hear 
things happening. Mm-hmm. And I think this apartment's the best with that. Like I don't hear anybody ever. And it's just being conscious of if people hear me, but I'm like, if I don't hear them, like they're probably can't really hear me playing right. my music. I just try to be sensitive about the time of it just in case like we're not going to do that at midnight but just moving in general is just so expensive and so stressful because you have to like pack everything are you guys getting movers no we're doing it ourselves it helps so we have omar and i each have an suv rafe's girlfriend lauren will be here she has an suv and rafe has a truck so we're like we could probably that's good yeah the actual like act of moving is terrible i enjoy relocating i enjoy actually packing i enjoy unpacking right i just don't enjoy moving a box from one location to another much work yeah (laughs) especially being on the third floor like i did this move in the in june of florida like it was a hundred degrees carrying stuff up three flights of stairs heavy stuff Mm -hmm. and unloading it at least now like it'll be june but like we're just walking it down the stairs and in through a control center or like a air controlled center garage and like whatever but it's a lot of work it makes me exhausted i feel like i'm gonna die it's terrible mm-hmm. well we hope you guys enjoyed this chatty episode definitely more of just a casual conversation we wanted to just touch on like moving and whatnot and just life in your 20s and updates on us in a way but today's notable quotable i think is really really good but it's like I don't want to say heavy. I don't know how to explain it. You'll see when I read it. But like, it's a little heavy for today's topic. Okay. (laughs) But it's a good notable quotable. And it reads, growth is painful. Change is painful. But nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere you don't belong. I really like that quote. I like really, really like that quote. Mm -hmm. My first time reading it, it like gave me goosebumps because we talked about this in our like deep episode. But like being where I was for so long where I wasn't happy was like just actually painful and it was Mm -hmm. manifesting in the way that I was acting in real life like it was literally triggering like anxiety and depression and like mental illness and like little things like that because I was not where I was supposed to be and not doing what I was supposed to be doing and right it's yeah just much more painful than the scariness of like change or growth or moving to Florida and wondering if your apartment's real or not (laughs) but doing what you need to do is like uh, the end goal is so much better it's going to be scary and it's going to be painful to do but staying where you're at right now where you're not happy you're just hurting yourself yeah yeah I really like that I resonate with that a lot I was just thinking like oh I should get that tattooed on me like that's really good I do really like that yeah but it's like kind of long I don't know where that would be (laughs) just like maybe like an acronym no not an acronym i don't know maybe something like representative of you could just write it in a really long sentence on your spine i can barely get like basic tattoos in places not painful you think i could get one on my spine absolutely not absolutely not. alexis like cried getting a tattoo on her foot or not her foot your ankle my ankle the last one i got i did not cry and i was totally fine so i'm slowly getting better but again it was still my ankle so But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed our chatty episodes. We definitely have been flowing through different styles of episodes, which I like. Obviously, Mm -hmm. this is brand new to both of us, this podcast in general, duh. And we're just trying different things to see what we like, see what y'all like. So if you guys have any, like opinions on what kinds of episodes have been your favorite what styles you like if you like just our chatty ones if you like where we take tests if you like obviously our happy hours bringing on guests which we have another one coming soon like let us know what you guys think because we're just trying different things getting our feet wet seeing what resonates with us and seeing how the flow 
of this podcast just kind of like naturally happens with each episode or each conversation and whatnot. Yeah, I feel like it's all been very different. So I'm curious what people enjoy, I guess. I've enjoyed all of them. Me too. (laughs) I hope you guys had a very nice hot girl walk, like I said at the beginning while you were listening to this. And I will come up with another new intro next week. Or actually, no, Alexis, you can (gasps) intro us next week. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) All right. I'll have to write something down. (laughs) Have a wonderful week, y'all. Do great things. Take up your space. Yeah. Be a bad bitch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) 